in your car, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Your weekly radio show. Keep it locked. Four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. What's up, guys? It's your boy here. Jacob McCoy. Back to the reality of life. You know, today I've been thinking a lot. I really, really have been thinking a lot. And um, I thought of talking about building a healthy relationship. Don't you want to feel loved and being connected to your partner? So that's that's why I want to talk about it today. Um, you know, all relationships go through ups and downs. And they all take work, commitment and willingness to adapt and change with your partner. But bro, sis, whether your relationship is just starting out or you've been together for years, there are steps you can take to build a health relationship. Even if you're experienced or failed in a relationship for the past few years or past relationship you've struggled to rekindle the, the fire of romance in your current relationship. Remember that you can find ways to start or to stay connected. Find that fulfillment and joy and enjoying the la, long-lasting happiness. Bro, um, please, let me ask this. What do you think makes a healthy relationship? Mara, before you answer that, let me tell you something. Do you know that every relationship is unique? And people come together or they, they, they start to live together for many different reasons. You know, part of what defines a healthy relationship is sharing a common goal for exactly what you want the relationship to be and where you want it to go. Like what's your long-term goal? in this relationship or what's your short-term goal in this relationship and that you know, that's something you only know by talking deeply and honestly with your partner however for me what I can say is there are also some characteristics that mostly healthy relationships have in common you know knowing these basic principles can help keep a relationship meaningful fulfilling and exciting whatever goals you're working towards or challenges you guys are facing together if you want to maintain a meaningful emotional connection with each other you have to know that you can either make your make your partner feel loved or emotionally fulfilled but there is a difference between being loved and feeling loved So remember this, that when you feel loved, it makes you feel accepted and valued by your partner. Like, it really makes you to feel like someone truly gets you. But remember that some relationship gets stuck in peaceful coexistence. But without the partner truly relating to each other emotionally, damn, that's a dead end. Remember that 
We are not afraid of this agreement. Some couples talk things out quietly while others may raise their voice and passionately disagree. Remember that the key in a strong relationship is not to be fearful of conflict. You need to feel safe to express things that bother you without fear of retaliation and also be able to resolve conflict without humiliation, degradation or insisting of being right. At times, people may keep outside relationship and interest alive. Despite the claims of romantic fictions or movies, no one can meet all of your needs. In fact, expecting too much from your partner can put unhealthy pressure on a relationship. To stimulate and enrich your romantic relationship, it is important to sustain your own identity outside of the relationship. Preserve connection with family, friends, and maintain those hobbies and interests that you usually have. You know, you need to communicate openly and honestly to your partner because good communication is a key part of a relationship. Do you believe that? Because when both of you know that know what they want from the relationship and feel comfortable expressing their needs, fear and desires. Trust me, that communication can increase trust and strengthen the bond between you two. Allow me to talk about falling in love versus falling in love. Most people fall in love usually seems to just happen. It's staying in love or preserving that falling in love experience that requires commitment and work. Remember that a healthy, secure, romantic relationship can serve as an ongoing source of support and happiness in your life through good times and bad times, strengthening all aspects of your well-being. You know, Many couples focus on their relationship only when there are specific, unavoidable problems to overcome. Once the problems have been solved, they often switch their attention back to their careers, kids, or maybe other interests they have. But trust me, romantic relationship requires ongoing attention and commitment for that love to flourish. As long as the health of a romantic relationship remains important to you, it's going to require your attention and effort. So let me highlight this. The first way you can build a healthy relationship is number one, you have to spend quality time face to face. Allow me to explain this. You fall in love looking at and listening to each other. If you continue to look and listen in the same attentive way, 
you can sustain the falling in love experience over the long term. You probably have the fond memories of when you you first dating your loved one or when you met your first person that keeps reminding you, oh man, I met this lady who was looking cute, oh, the fragrance was superb and stuff. You know, because everything seemed new and exciting and you'd likely spend hours just chatting together or coming up with the new exciting things to try. So as time goes by, the demands of work, family and other obligations, the need we all have for time to ourselves can make it harder to find time together. But it's alright, it's okay. You have to understand we're human beings, you have to chase that bug. You have to chase that dream. But um, According to me, uh, many couples find that first-to-face contact of their early dating days is gradually replaced by hurried text, which is a fact. Text, emails, and instant messages are replacing the face-to-face communication. While digital communication is great for some purposes, it doesn't positively impact your brain or nervous system in the same way as face-to-face communication does. You know, sending that text or a voice note message to your partner saying, Oh, babe, I love you. It's great, but if you really look at them or have that time to sit down together, they'll still feel you don't understand and appreciate them. Because you'll be becoming more distant or disconnected as couples. The emotional, the emotional cues you both need to feel loved can only be conveyed in person. So no matter how busy life gets, it is important to spare that time to spend together. Commit yourself to spending some quality time together on a regular basis. No matter how busy you are, take a few minutes each day to put aside your electronic device, stop thinking about other things, and really focus and connect with your partner. When it reaches that time within the house, just put aside your phone, put aside your uh, your busy schedule, your laptop. Just say, hey baby, how was your day? Oh, what can I do to you to make you feel at ease? As a man, when your woman is doing some other stuff, you try to do some other stuff. If your man is cooking, then as a lady, prepare the table. You know, find something that you enjoy doing together. Whether it's a shared hobby, dance classes, daily walk, or sitting over a cup of coffee in the morning or in the evening. You know, try something new together. Focus on having fun together. Like, just remember how your early stages of dating was. Keep it. Continue doing what you used to do. Because one most powerful ways of staying close and connected is to jointly focus on something that you and your partner value outside of a relationship. My number two tip. Stay connected through communication. 
remember that a good communication is a fundamental part of a healthy relationship. When you experience a positive emotional connection with your partner, you feel safe and happy. When people stop communicating, they stop relating well. And at times of change or stress can really bring out this disconnect. It may sound simplistic, but as long as you are you're communicating, you can usually work through whatever problems you're facing. Times tell your partner what you need. Don't make them guess. It is always easy to talk about what you need. For one, or many of us don't spend enough time thinking what they really is important to our relationship. So, if you know each other for a while, you may assume uh, uh, that your partner has a pretty good idea of what you're thinking and what you need. But however, your partner, your, your partner is not a mind reader. While your partner may have some idea, it is much healthier to express your needs directly to avoid confusion. Also remember that take notes of your partner and verbal cues. Some of our communication is transmitted by what we do not say. You know, that non-verbal cues which include eye contact, tone of voice, posture, gesture, such as leaning forward, crossing your arms, or touching someone's hand, communicate more than words. When you cannot pick up your partner non-verbal cues, or let me put in a simple language, body language, you'll be able to tell how they really feel and be able to respond accordingly. You know, for a relationship to work well, each person has to understand their own and their partner's non-verbal cues. Your partner response may be different from yours. For example, let me use a good example of me. I might, you might find that I hug after a stressful day, a loving mode of communication. That, oh yeah, finally I'm back home to my woman, I'm back home to someone who loves me. While you find another, I just want to take a walk together or sit down and have a chat. It is also important to make sure that you say much as your body language. What you say really has to go hand in hand with your body language. So, when you explain the positive emotional cues from your partner, you'll feel loved and happy. And when you send positive emotional cues, your partner feels the same. When you stop taking interest in your own or your partner's emotion, you'll damage the connection between you and your ability to communicate will suffer, especially during stressful times. Another thing is, um, in the same, same, Tip of communication, you need to be a good listener to your partner. Cause a great deal of of emphasis in our society is put on talking. If you can learn to listen in a way that makes another person feel valued, understood, you can build a deeper, stronger connection between you two. There's a big difference between listening in this way and simply hearing. You can really listen, 
when you're engaged with what's being said. You will hear the subtle intonation in your partner's voice that tells how they're really feeling and the emotion that they're trying to communicate. You know, being a good listener doesn't mean you have to agree with your partner or change your mind, but it'll help you find common points of view that can help you resolve a conflict. So I think in this segment I'm going to leave on that. Then I'll in the next segment I'm going to talk the you know, some few tips also. Uh probably some three tips that is remaining of how to put or how to live a healthy relationship or how to build a healthy relationship. Stay tuned. Keep in touch. Remember to catch me on a daily basis. Remember, it's your boy Jacob Mukoit. You know where it is. This is where you get all your clues, your question answered. It is the reality of life. Salute. We're available at the App Store and on Google Play.